0: Hello, I'm Dr. Jonathan Barker, pastor here at Amazing Grace Baptist Church in Mount Airy, North Carolina. I would like to personally thank you for taking out time today to tune in to our preaching podcast. We hope that this message will be a great encouragement to your heart today. 2 uh, Timothy chapter number 2, and uh, I'll read one verse here, and uh, I'll allow you to remain seated this evening. 2 Timothy chapter number 2, and we'll keep our Bibles open. We'll use them as a tool tonight. 2 Timothy two nineteen says this. It says, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are His. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Let's read it again. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. And we can stop right there and say amen. Having this, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are His. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from an Let's pray and ask the Lord's blessing over the reading of His Word. Our Father, in Jesus' name, thank You for this day, Lord. Thank You for being so good to us, Father. God, I thank You for the opportunity to be in Your house with Your people tonight, God. God, I pray that you would just help me for a little while. I need your help. I need your touch. God, I need your anointing. God, I, I, I can't do nothing apart from you, Father, and I need you tonight, God. God, I pray that you'd help me tonight, clear my mind, calm my nerves, Father. Most of all, God, I pray that there's one here lost tonight, that you'll save them before it's everlasting too late, God. God, I pray that you'll help us to examine our lives as we preach tonight, God. And I'll be careful to give you all the praise, honor, and thanks. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. I'm interested here in Second 2 Timothy 2.19. What did he say? He said, nevertheless, watch this, the foundation of God is sure. The foundation of God is sure. And as I was studying, I was in my study one day, reading and studying some Scripture and, and looking for a message. And you know, if you go looking for one, most of the time He'll give you one. Amen. And, and, I, and I come to this, and the Lord, well, at the time we were in the month of February, and we were refocusing on ourselves on Sunday nights. And uh, the Lord gave me this thought, and I guess we'll carry it into this Sunday night too. And I want to preach on refocus on our foundation. Refocus on our foundation. We need to refocus on our foundations in this day and age. When everybody else is dropping the ball, is slipping, hey, it's time for us to stand strong and refocus on our foundation this day and age. Uh, How firm a foundation, a hymn that we can find in our hymn book. We find that the writer of this hymn is unknown. But I'm sure that the writer of that hymn knew Whom he wrote and sung off. Uh, Fun fact for you, this was the favorite hymn of President Theodore Roosevelt, as well as President Andrew Jackson, who requested that it be sung during his last and fatal illness. It was the special favorite of the southern gentleman without peer, Robert E. Lee, who asked that it be said at his funeral as an expression of his full trust in the ways of his heavenly Father. And we find here that Christ is a sure foundation, and our foundation is firm. We're going to note just a few things about this foundation. I promise you, give me 20, 25 minutes, and I'll be done this evening. Well, let's note first this. Let's, let's note what your Bible says in Hebrews 13 5. We'll come back to this. It says, Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. And I want us to note first the burden of this foundation, the burden of our foundation. The burden of our foundation it was laid by God. It was laid by God. What did first Peter two five and six say? It said ye also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, behold I lay in sign a chief cornerstone, elect precious, that he that he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. You say, what does that mean? It means that we have a chief cornerstone. If you're going to build a foundation, you've got to have that cornerstone. It's what makes it up. And we see that the birth of our foundation, it was laid by God. It was laid by God. I think about this. uh, Houses that we build today, over time, what happens? That foundation starts to rot away. That foundation starts to crack and fall apart. Sometimes you can jack it up and fix it. But listen, sometimes it just crumbles away. But I'm glad that a foundation laid by God will not crumble. It will not fall apart in the day and age which we live. Behind the oldest power of the Roman Empire and the flashing sword of the German soldiers was God. He pleased the Father to bruise Him as He delivered Him for our offenses and raised Him for our justification. We see that the foundation, He was laid by God. I'm laying a foundation to put a little house on it. We'll be done, I promise. It was laid by God. But I thought about this. This foundation is infallible. It's infallible. It was infallible. What does the word infallible mean? I like this. The quality of being incapable of error or mistake. Entirely exempt from the liability of error. So what is it saying? This foundation is infallible. The found, what did he say? He said, Nevertheless, the foundation of God stand this sure. It stands this sure. It's not going anywhere. It's, it's incapable of error or mistake. Entirely exempt from the liability of error. I believe when God made heaven, he smiled. I believe when he made hell, he shivered. And I believe when he laid the foundation at Calvary, he must surely have sobbed. But we see he laid a foundation that would last forever. A foundation that would span generations. A foundation that would span the eons of time. A foundation that is infallible. That cannot fail. It cannot be destroyed. This foundation, it's indestructible. It's indestructible. The wicked has tried to destroy it. They've tried to destroy it for years. They've tried to tear the church down. They've tried to persecute the church they've tried to take the name of Jesus off of everything you say why because there's power in that name you know there's no power in the name of Buddha today there's no power in the name of Joseph Smith today there's no power in the name of Muhammad today and that's why they have no problem with any of that but you mention Jesus to them they start crab walking and the simple answer behind that is there's power in the name of Jesus there's power in that name hey it's a power to save us amen it's not the power to sustain us it's not the power to strengthen us in these days. Listen, there's power in the name of Jesus. The wickedness has the wicked have tried to destroy this foundation. The world has tried to deny this foundation. Uh, listen, a lot of people will say he, he, even the Muslims believe that he was a prophet, but what they have a problem believing is that he was the Messiah, the son of God. They have a problem believing that he was who he said that he was, and that is who he is, amen. This foundation is indestructible. We need to refocus on our foundations this day. I just want to encourage you and help you tonight. The wicked the, the has tried to destroy this foundation. The world has tried to deny it. You want to know what the world's looking for? The world's looking for peace. That's what they're looking for. But they're looking for it in all the wrong places. The world's looking for peace in an alcohol bottle, and they cannot find it. The world's looking for peace in a dope joint and they cannot find it. The world's looking for peace in pornography and sins of the flesh and they cannot find it. And the answer is very simple because that foundation will surely crumble. But if they'll get in this blessed old book and they'll find a foundation and a love of God and experience that and get saved and get right with God, they'll experience peace like they never have before. The Bible says it's a peace that passes all understanding. You say, what does that mean? I don't understand it, but it's not for us to understand I think about this. I think about in these situations that we face, these weird situations, these, these, these trials that we face, why, How? why is it that a Christian can go and walk by the casket of their loved one most of the time and be at ease and be at peace and still rejoice and smile? It's the peace of God. It's the peace of God. It's the peace of God. The world has tried to deny it. The wise have tried to defy it, but it still stands. They've tried They tried everything they could to destroy this book, to take it out of rotation. I think about the men and women that were martyred for the sake of for us to hold this blessed old book in our hands today. The wise have tried to defy it, but it still stands. Century follows century, but there it stands. Empires rise and fall and are forgotten, but there it stands. Dynasty follows dynasty, but there it stands. Kings are crowned, Crown, but there it stands. Emperors decree its exterminations. Atheists rebel against it. But there it stands. Agnostics smile cynically. Profane punchers territory it. Unbelief abandons it higher. Critics deny it Slains, But there it stands. Presidents change, but there it stands. Viruses come and go, but there it stands. Hey, church is closing or reopened, But listen, there it stands, friend. The foundation of God will stand forever, and if we will stand firm on the Word of God, we'll stand firm on this foundation. It's a sure foundation, and it's not going to fail. We see this foundation is indestructible. The flames have kindled around it. The tooth of time has gnawed at it, but there it stands. Infidels predict its abandonment. Modernization tries to explain it away. Oh, but praise God, there it still stands. And you know what? It'll be standing when they're long gone. It'll be standing when we're long gone. The Word of our God shall dwell forever. Listen, it's not going anywhere, friend. Although the wicked's tried to destroy it, the world's tried to deny it, the wise have tried to defy it. But there it still stands, friend. The foundation, it's indestructible. They couldn't tear it down if they wanted to. They, he was inspired by God. And listen, if, if anything's going to happen to it, it's going to be because God does it. Oh, yeah. We see the burden of the foundation. We look next at the builders of the foundation. The builders of the foundation. I thought about this. The loftier a building is, the deeper the foundation must be laid. And God laid the foundation deep enough for all of us. Don't that help anybody else? It helps me... Listen, I'm glad. Listen, I'm gonna tell you what. If you go into a building today, that foundation is only designed to hold so much weight before it collapses. But I'm glad this foundation—it was laid deep enough for each and every one of us, every man, woman, boy, and girl that's ever lived and died. It was, it was laid deep enough for all of us. The builders of this foundation—the builders are instructed. First Corinthians 3, 10, 11 says this is according to the grace of God which is given unto me as a wise master builder. I have laid the foundation another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereon. For other foundation can no man lay that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. You know what? You cannot erect a super sound structure on a superficial foundation. On a superficial foundation. These so-called churches this day and age they're trying to build something that they think will last—a stra- a sound structure on a superficial foundation. Oh, right. Hey, listen, I appreciate them taking the name church off the sign most time because it's not a church. Yeah. I appreciate them taking the name Baptist off of it because it surely ain't Baptist. They usually give it one of them one-word names yeah. like the Bridge <laughs> or the Word or or something something dumb like that. <laughs> but listen, I'm glad that I'm glad that I am what I am by the grace of God. Glad that I am what I am by the grace of God. The builders are instructed. The builders are individuals. Men build for a century, but you and I, friend, are building for all eternity. But the builders are incomplete. What did 1 Corinthians 3, one say? Turn with me. I forgot to mark this one. 1 Corinthians 3.1 says this. I love the sound of... Bible pages turning, I believe it makes the devil nervous. First Corinthians three one says this: it "says And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ." You know what he's saying? These builders, although we're working for God, we're doing work for God. We're still flesh. We still live in the flesh. A lot of people say, "Well, I just couldn't be one of them Christians. I can't live it." I can't. I I can't do what they do. I I can't walk it right. I can't. I can't speak right. Well, listen. I can't either. But I know one that can do it through me, and I know one that can use my life, friend. And we're still carnal. We're still flesh. None of us are exempt from sin. At least I don't think. If you are, I wish you'd sign my Bible after church. It'll be worth some money one day. But listen, we're all still carnal. But he who builds below the stars is building too low, friend, for we are to lay up our treasures in heaven. We're to lay up our treasures in heaven. I think about, I, as, as we were at the Rock of Ages Blitz, I look around at some of those missionaries that's been in it for forever. And today, some, I think about Dr. Steve Gregory. He's been a Rock of Ages missionary for 30-some years. And you look at it, and from the world's perspective, in a, in a worldly, material manner, he ain't got a whole lot. But you know what? He's happy. The Lord's done a work in his life. The Lord is using him. Think about Brother Michael Adams. Brother Michael Adams has been with Rock several years. And you know what happened? I believe he's probably still driving the same car he had when he first started. It looks like it anyways. But listen, he may not have a whole lot through the lens of the world. But through the lens of God, listen, he's, he's got them treasures. It's laid up somewhere. beyond But listen, you and I, friend, we ain't got to have the nicest house. We ain't not to have the nicest clothes. One thing I've come to the conclusion in my first year of being married, one thing that I've learned is that we can't expect to have everything that our parents had in the first year of being married. And it, and it, I believe there's a lot of young couples that fail because of that. They, they struggle and they try to did, to have exactly what their parents had in the first year and it just don't happen like that. And I've learned it does not happen like that. <laughs> but, but we see that these builders were incomplete. We're building... He who builds below the stars Building to until low. We may not have the nicest of everything. We may never reach that point that we'd like to financially in the world's eyes. But we're not laying our treasures up below anyways. Right. Our treasures aren't for here. We see the burden of this foundation. We see the builders on the foundation. I'll give you this one. I'll be AUA tonight. The blessing of the foundation. I've preached all night to get right here. The blessing of the foundation. What what's, what's the blessing of this foundation? What do you say? It's sure. It's a stable foundation. It's a stable foundation. I noticed when I lived with my grandmother uh, that one day some of, the, some of the foundation where the blocks have rested over the years was crumbling and it was falling apart and the basement was beginning to fall in. And you know what had to happen? They had to have their house jacked up and a new foundation put underneath it. But... <laughs> What a blessing it is that this will never happen to our spiritual foundation. He was laid in the tears of Gethsemane and the tears of Calvary and it won't ever move. That foundation, it's stable. It's not going, we ain't got to worry about it wobbling. We ain't got to worry about the earthquake coming and shaking it and moving it. Why? Because it's stable. Listen, this will help you. Not only is it stable, it's certified. You say, what does it mean by that? When it, in a little bit, I worked previously at a metal... Buildings at a metal structures company selling them. And one of the upgrades that you can get on your metal structure is that you can have it certified. Yep. What does that mean? It means it's built with different with the different states in the ground and with different kinds of metal. And what it means is it simply it'll hold up to the storm.
1: Yep. Yep. It'll hold up to that storm. It'll hold up to more wind.
0: It'll hold up to more water. It'll hold up to more more snow load. Listen, it's certified. You know what that means? That means when the storm comes by and when this wind starts blowing and the rain starts raging friend It means that that foundation won't move. It means that that structure will not move. And listen, that's the same way with our spiritual foundation today. It's certified, although the storms may come in our life, although we may face trouble and trial, although we may not know what tomorrow holds, we can rest assured knowing that our foundation stands and knowing that we may not know what tomorrow holds, but we can know who holds tomorrow. We can know who will hold our hand and walk through us through the toughest parts of our life. I think about the Troubles and trials that I've had to face in my life, growing up and from so many loved ones in my life passing away from disease and cancer and things of that nature. And I begin to think, how is it that, that storm didn't come and blow me away? And I'm out there in the world somewhere. It's because the foundation that I was standing upon, it was certified, and it's certified to withstand the storm. Listen, if you'll stand on this foundation, friend, it's certified to withstand the storm of your life, to withstand those troubles, to withstand those trials. Those hard times that you don't have any clue how you're going to make it through. Yep. The foundation stands. It's stable. It's stable. I thought about this. It's safe. It's safe. I thought about this many years ago when I was a young boy. I saw. I saw what seemed to be, which all snakes to me are huge. I can't stand snakes. I don't care if it's this long or this long. The only good one's a dead one. Amen. We see. I saw a huge snake. Laying in the yard, I was going to feed the dogs. When I saw it, you know what happened? I was frightened, I and I began to run away. But as I turned to look, you know what that snake done? It done the exact same thing. It turned around and ran off too. When it saw me, it was, it was as frightened as I was. And it made some kind of strange noise. And you know what happened? I saw six or seven little smaller snakes run into its mouth, and it swallowed it. You know what it meant? That was its babies. It was safe. Inside, it was safe right there. It knew that it was it was protected there. And The only way that you could have ever killed the little snakes was to kill the big snake, which we did. Somebody say, "Amen." Thank the Lord for a pointed nose shovel. Amen. We we see that we see that the only way to kill those little snakes was to kill the big snake. And what we need to realize is, if we're standing on the foundation, if if we're in Christ and He's in us, friend. That the only way that they can get to us is to go through Him. I thought about Job. I thought about Job where I was at this morning. They taught Sunday school at the book of Job this morning. And I thought about this. What did it say? Said said that God had a hedge of protection round about Job. Had a hedge of protect, a hedge of protection round about him, saying the only way the devil could have got to Job was for God to drop that hedge of protection. And what, oh, that ought to help us to in the day and age which we live, when that's trouble. Child, the devil comes and crawls up on our back, friend. We need to just realize that God's got that hedge of protection about us, and that He'll take care of us, friend. If we'll put our faith and trust in Him. Listen, he's come through too many times for me to back up and to back down now. I've seen him come through. I've seen it. I've seen him firsthand what he can do if we'll call upon his name in our time of trouble, our time of need. And I've seen the prayers of his of children work. I've seen the prayers. Some of you right now are, are the product of prayers of other people in this room. Some of you are still here, I believe, earnestly because of the prayers of some of the people in this room. You say, why? Because. because there was someone going before the Lord on your behalf, and I've seen the Lord come through too many times. Good. Seen the Lord come through too many times to back up now. So I had the blessing of this foundation. It's stable. It's safe. But I thought about this. It's simple. It's a simple foundation. It's a simple foundation. It's simple enough for the dangerous. I thought about that. What about Mark chapter number 5? Mark chapter number 5, when they come to that maniac of Gadara... Hey, listen, he was a dangerous man. He, he had all them evil spirits. He, he dwelt among the tombs, cutting himself. He dwelt, Listen, that's a dark, demonic place to be, but you know, it is running rampant in our young people in the day and age in which we live. It's running rampant in our prisons today, too, of that dark entity. And it's nothing more than the, out of the pits of hell today. And if they get right, God will take that away from them. The devil will have you convinced that no one cares about you, that nobody loves you, that there's nothing in the world for you, but there's a God in heaven that loves you and that died for you and they'll do something for your life, friend, and there's so much more to live for than that. It's simple. It's simple enough for the dangerous. It's foundation. It was simple enough for that maniac of dare. He, he, he went from a maniac to a missionary. Listen, the Lord done a work, turned his life completely around. He was simple enough for him. It's simple enough... For the dangerous, I thought about this. It's simple enough for the delusional, for the delusional. Those, those. I, I thought about this. This will help you. How many of you ever met someone that that we would we would title delusional? Listen, listen. They've got unrealistic expectations about everything. <laughs> listen, but you know what'll happen. If we'll, or it's good to have goals. It's good to have that and everything. But I've just learned that I'm just gonna trust on the Lord, and what He wants me to have, that's what I'm gonna have. And if they fall on this foundation, if we'll stand on this foundation. It'll happen. Listen, the blessing is foundation. I thought about this. What did what did Jesus say in Matthew chapter number sixteen? Matthew chapter number sixteen. He asked his disciples, said, "Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am?" Some said, "Thou art Elias." Others, Jeremiah, or one of the other prophets. He said, "But who say ye do I am am I?" And they said, and Peter said, "Thou art the Son of God." But you know what he said next? He said, "Blessed are thou, Simon Barjona." Verse number eighteen. Blessed are thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood and not revealed it unto thee, but my Father, which is in heaven. And behold, upon, thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I think about that. And I love that verse, and this will help you, this will help you. You You'll notice that Peter said, Flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. If God tells you that that's who Jesus is, that's probably who he is. Amen. And what do you say? Thou art Peter. You study it out, and the word for that is Petros. P-E-T-R-O-S. What it means is little stone, little rock. But he wouldn't say he was building his church upon Peter. He said, but upon this rock. And you study it out, and that's the word Petra meaning big rock, solid rock. Yes. So even even some people translate to be a cornerstone, the rock of ages. Listen, friend, I'm glad, I'm glad that he wouldn't build this church on Peter. Because if we built our church on people, it'd surely fall and it'd surely crumble. But if us as little stones would come together and find ourselves in the big stone, it makes the foundation more solid. And then we have the blessed promise that the gates of hell, Shall not prevail against it. It didn't say the dates of hell wouldn't fight. It didn't say the dates of hell wouldn't come up against it. It said, but it would not prevail against it. We have that promise, friend. So I preach all night to say this tonight. In 2020, it was probably real easy to get shaken on our foundation. We we know some people that got shook on their foundation. You say, how do you know that? They was here and poof, now they ain't. (laughs) Poof. I mean, that's. Listen, it happens. I've seen it time and time again. For six months, they're ready to charge hell with a squirt gun. And listen, the first little bit of trouble that comes along, they're gone. They're gone. You turn around, you go, I'll be there forever. I'll help you do this. I'll help you do that. I'll pray for you. You turn around. Poof. (laughs) Where'd they go? Where'd they go? It happens. Some people got shook on their foundation. I honestly believe some of them saved. I believe they got shook on their foundation. And it's time for us to refocus on our foundation in 2021. It's time to refocus on what really matters. Listen, I'm so sick and tired of this trivial mess that don't, that's not going to amount to anything. I don't like to turn on the news anymore. Listen, it ain't worth nothing. I don't care what's going on in Washington anymore. I'm not worried about that. As long as it ain't happening in the Mount area, I don't care. <laughs> but we need to refocus on the important stuff. Refocus on our foundation. If we get back to the basics, get back to what works, we can can add the fluff and everything later, but let's get back to the foundation. Get down to it. They can build the nicest house they absolutely want to, but if the foundation ain't right, it's going to fall. It's going to fall. It's time we refocus on our foundation in 2021. time we realize... That that it's, it's time to get back to the foundation. You say well, what's foundation of that? Foundation of going to church. Doing what I, I thought I thought about this and this this will help you. You know what happened every single time somebody got sick in the Word of God, they took them to the church. <laughs> they took them to the house of God. They took them to the man of God. No, happened now. Now you didn't sit and uh, listen. Don't bring that mess in here. But you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. It's crazy the day and age in which we live. We need to refocus on our foundation in this day and age. Refocus. Listen, 2020 is gone. It's gone. It's behind us. It, it, it's done and it's over with. Like the children of Israel in Joshua, what happened? Moses, the servant, is dead. It's time to pick up and go into Canaan's land. It's time to quit worrying about what was and what happened back then, but refocus on what's left. Strengthen the things that remain pick up and rebuild and press on. Amen. And I'm glad we can rebuild on that same foundation. Oh, At yeah. least we don't need a new foundation. We don't need this new age mass, this new age music, this new Bible versions, perversions, whatever you want to call it. That's right. But if we'll stick on the same foundation and refocus on our foundation, I believe that the best days of our church are yet to come. Yeah. I, I was telling the preacher not too long ago, it does my heart good to see our church worshiping again. It does my heart good to see the church packed out on a Sunday night. I love it, friend. I love it. You don't know what an oasis in the desert we've got right here. Take take it from me, someone that's able to travel around all these other churches. We've got a blessing right here. Let's not let our foundation crumble. Let's refocus on our foundation. appreciate it.